So here we are approaching the next hurdle for Christopher Luxon to vault. Actually, there's been a number of hurdles. First one, there's no T in Luxon, obviously. Uh, not only that, he prefers Christopher to Chris. Uh, but the next one to vault will be the choosing of his shadow cabinet. Last week was spent facing the media and the public. He did a few walkabouts. He was well received. The media, of course, indulged in their age-old game of playing gotcha politics. Uh, for those who don't know the gotcha, it's about asking a question that draws the subject into an awkward reveal. And we all go, gotcha. It's pretty cheap and easy journalism. It's what you do. It's sort of like, you know, rapid fire questions. Let's see if you screw up. Are you prepared? Are you ready to answer basic questions? Jessica and Tova had the opening gambit. And the very first one, both of them asked was, how many houses do you own, Chris? Turns out it's seven. Now, you could say that backfired, as anyone who heard the talk back the next day will tell you. All the callers saying that there's absolutely nothing morally wrong with owning property. It is a sign he is successful. And this is all true. But you see, that wasn't the gotcha. Everyone missed the gotcha. Therefore, it wasn't a very good gotcha. The gotcha was when Jessica asked, well, do you know how much your Remira home is worth? Christopher Luxon, the financial genius, was $2 million off. $2 million off. Now, the gotcha they're trying to imply there was that Christopher doesn't understand the implications of the housing crisis and just how much the housing stock has gone up and how expensive it all is. Or the other gotcha is that Christopher Luxon has no idea about his own balance sheet and the price of his own assets, which is a problem if you want to give him the keys to the country's balance sheet and the country's assets, particularly if he wants to sell one off, you know, for 75% of its market value. None of that actually caught, but I think that's what Jessica was trying for. There was, however, a double whammy when both Luxon and Nicola Willis were uh, at least 100 bucks off when asked what the average rent was. Do they really know what's happening with housing? I don't know. Do I care? Not really. The answer I found most interesting was Christopher Luxon's reckon on the living wage. Now, he thought it was 28 bucks, when in fact it's 22.75. So he was way up there. That's what he thought the living wage was. Now, the minimum and living wages have always been opposed by National. It's one of their, it's one of their cornerstones, you know. Because it affects small business owners who have to pay these higher wages. But here was a national leader thinking it was higher than it was. And then you combine that with the view that he expressed yesterday on Q&A. That he supports a higher minimum wage if the economy can afford it. Whoa! Hello! This is new from the National Party. And I like it. Because it shows someone who finally understands economies. For too long, we've been called a low-wage, low-productivity economy with expensive infrastructure and transport. I don't know how anyone gets by. But every time someone said, how about lifting the wages a bit? Uh, Nationalists said, no, small business owners can't afford it. What Christopher has said is, if you can afford it, we should be going for it. We should aspire for higher wages. And I like that. And anyone who gets that lifting the bottom will in fact lift us all gets a bit of a nod of approval from me.